How's it going, Sha? Um, it's going okay. Ups and downs. You know, sunrise, sunset. Uh, <laughs> a happy thing and then a sad thing. You know, just life. Okay. Life, basically. <laughs> We're living. We're living. <laughs> um, I am, uh, oh, um, okay. I am, uh, very, uh, uh, upset quietly so but also in a big way um one of uh a member of my favorite rap group passed away a few yeah. days ago and i am quietly distraught yeah i mean he was a legend uh you know for those of y'all unaware uh dave uh uh plug two i believe plug plug two um of true de la boy Soul. true true goy the dove Dove, what, however, um, yeah, he um, he passed away um, earlier this week. Yeah, and I always loved the 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 True Goy uh, name. Yes, uh, with uh, uh I think uh, was he the only one that did that with the reversing of like a no, word, right? No, actually, it was um, True Goy is yogurt backwards. Yeah, um, <laughs> and uh, but pasta noose, um, yeah. is sop sound sop and then sound there you um, go. and that was because he used to dj before he started rhyming and he was dj sop sound and he said it was because his mother was southern and used to say things like you better get bread and sop all that sop all that off your plate with the bread or with a biscuit or something so he figured he was <laughs> sopping up all the sounds and giving it to you so then when he started rhyming he reversed it to pass the noose yeah, he's then, uh, my favorite of the group. But, yeah, uh, yeah, mine, mine too. Okay, starting out, Pasanus was my favorite. Yes, but the wackiness of yeah. De La is very Dave. Dave was yeah. kind of the de facto leader. He was the oldest of the three, and like, like his sensibility. You know, they took turns. It wasn't just one person's group or whatever. But any of the kind of really wacky ways of delivering things tended to be uh like dave's ideas kind of or he was like the true creative creative heart behind it so yeah i I, uh so i i grew up right after that era like they were still clearly making dope music Mm -hmm. but uh i grew up liking the kind of like their kids if you will like uh uh, instead of native tongues, I was more into like the Soquarians in, in, in that group, you know, right. so like Mos and Black Thought and the Roots and all of that. But uh, uh, during that era, like uh, the so much of hip hop was uh, very aggressive gangster music. Mm-hmm. And I when it, I just remember like uh, laughing so hard at the fact that a group was just like, we're dope and silly and just enjoying that. They're like, they could say, yeah, my name is yogurt backwards. <laughs> and, you know, and like, I thought like there was sincere beauty in that. And like, yeah, I'm still dope. And like, I could tell you this, this is a silly thing that I enjoy. And you still can't take away from the fact that my music is fire. Like, you know, like that right. there's so much of that era that like I associate with like, people trying so hard uh, to convince me that they will murder me. And that that was the, uh, so like centric to their image. And Mm -hmm. they were just, they were like, yo, like we're just regular people who happen to rap really, really well and have really dope uh, art that we want to communicate with every and share with everybody. Uh, Yeah. I just, I just thought that was so dope to have that confidence. Um, And uh, I kind of missed that for a while there. And I think it's coming back now where like, uh, you have all of the hip hops. I like super gangster rap. I just don't think everyone should make that because that's not everyone. I right. like that there's like <laughs> everything. I think that's dope. So yeah, like I, 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 they were the the group that I saw that that like stuck to that during an era where I didn't think anyone could. Uh, and I was that was fire. Yeah, because I mean, um, you know, hip hop was really kind of it it wasn't anywhere close to the hold it has on american culture now but it was 
much bigger than it was when it started, you know, like 10, 15 years prior, something like that. So, um, it was, uh, it was notable. And honestly, if you look at hip hop, when it first started, what they were wearing, like, oh my God, they all had on like their, their chests were out. Everybody was shirtless with a vest on like that (laughs) hip hop section of, of the Grammys when old dude when Melly Mel came out and he didn't have a shirt on still. And I was like, bruh, <laughs> this is 50 years of hip hop. You haven't put on a shirt in 48 years. Like, <laughs> so it was all like leather and extra belts and feathers on a vest was when it first started out. And then it got to be, no, nah, this is the dude that, you know, around the way, this is the dude on the corner. So it was all like track suits and, and lots of chains. Um, so then Dayla was like coming out of that was just like, you know, not goofy, but just like not that hard. Not everyone was that like. Right. So that that was a lot. Um, but I will challenge anyone who, who thought they were weird at the time, because I remember I was in high school uh, yeah. when that album dropped. And um, and I definitely remember folks thinking that they looked weird um but i'm like but look around your classroom you see a version of this right now i like i'm sitting right here like <laughs> that dude is sitting right there like we're here we're literally here in stone mountain georgia so that means like we're people who look like this are are, are out there we're not all the other thing um yeah but i challenge anyone to watch the video for um what was their biggest hit uh me myself and i And I want you to look at Dave's haircut. Dave had like not quite dreads, but definitely a very textured situation on like three fourths of his head, but then lines cut in on the front and all line. And I'm like, I mean, I guess you could say that's weird, but look at that haircut and tell me that shit ain't tight as fuck. And that's the problem that you're talking about. Like, where it's like, I mean, I guess you can think I'm weird, but I'm also tight and I'm showing you that literally right now. That shit is heat. Yeah. It was Much it was respect. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so um yeah, so it's it's uh it's a little sad that he passed away three weeks before their music is finally going to be released online because they they had a very hard time. They've had for years a very hard time getting their back catalog, their first six albums. Yeah. And they only have eight albums. So the bulk of their stuff <laughs> online available for streaming. And it's a huge part of an extremely influential part of hip hop that was just missing from that. And, you know, nowadays with the Internet, the kids are moving so fast. And I'm like, I don't even think you know that you're doing what you're doing. Like you're copying this thing and you don't even know exactly where it came from. Yeah. So now it's a chance for them to hear where it came from and like like another generation or two to like get into it. Um and on their terms and with them finally making money on it and everything. So it is sad that Dave passed away before he could see that. But right. I mean, we were, I feel like for the past few years, we were in the, we were in the middle of giving De La their flowers. Yeah. Like we've been giving them flowers for like two to three years, you know? Man. So long deserved. Yeah. I mean, I think he knew he was loved. I think he yeah. knew that. So I hope so, you know. Also so, low key so. uh like uh I'm a huge Jake One fan. He's a uh, producer from Seattle. Uh they might have the greatest uh Jake One beat ever. Um and one of the best songs on a Jake One beat with a uh, Rock Cocaine Flow with uh, That's MF probably Doom. one of the best hip hop songs ever. Yeah, like it is Literally. incredible. Yeah, and um it's a song that like if you're a uh, if someone's thinking of best of Dela, it still not might not be their top ten because it's so much later in their catalog, right. and it's that's how fire they are. That like fifteen years in, they're still mm-hmm. making things that are the best ever of the genre. Right, uh, yeah. that's one of the one of the two albums that was available that's available on streaming. Which yeah, means you didn't even hear the other six. <laughs> yeah, like, and this is what they were doing on record seven. Come straight on, straight up. No, that, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, it's truly nuts. It's truly nuts. <laughs> Dev, go check them out, man. Like uh, a lot of heat uh, again. Uh, rest in power, Mister Mister Plug Two. Uh, yeah, always appreciated what you gave to the to the game, man. Um, yeah, I. I uh, 
so I, I this is one of those convos too that like uh so like I I I I I've tried to like uh I guess uh inception my kids with stuff like this. Okay. Cuz you know like with like good music that like I connect to, I realized mm-hmm. I was doing it backwards a couple of times and then, and that was my fault. So like I try to just play songs that I like a lot and I'm connected to uh like during car rides. Mm-hmm. And just sing along to it because they don't know what era is from. They're just maybe like the last two to three years now that they're old enough to like have friends that are into their own music. Right. Yeah. But for the first like 10, 12 years, kids are just like whatever dad and mom play. That's the radio. Right. Exactly. You know? So I started doing that because like early on, like I would get mad at them for like, oh, you don't know this now song? And like, of course they don't. He's six. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> And like it took me a minute to like not be angry at this kid mm-hmm. for not knowing this and like just going on a tirade. I was like, dude's that five mic album. What's wrong with you? You know what I mean? <laughs> you gotta know the classics. And like he has no frame of reference. He doesn't know why this is great. You right. know, so I started to just play the songs and like uh I'll catch my daughter like humming a hook to like mm-hmm. something that I loved in ninety-eight or ninety-four and uh then later she'll be open to the concept of it. Like, oh, you know, that's actually this person or whatever. And uh, th- it just comes up because uh, the uh, recently, like I caught her uh, singing the Daylight Joint with uh, Shaka Khan. Um, oh, it ain't wow. All good. Yeah. Wow. Like okay. she was just singing the hook around the crib because <laughs> uh-huh. I really rock with that joint. Mm-hmm. So I like play it in the whip so much that like they've grown up with that being one of dad's driving songs. Yes. You know? Uh, so yeah, like I was like, oh, that's dope that like I kind of infiltrated it into like <laughs> her life, and like she'll probably hear that when she's like forty and like remember me, and yes. then like have like eras of music through that one song with Dela being uh, old school hip hop and Shaka Khan being even uh, further back in terms of genre. So it really meant a lot. I thought that was dope. Yeah, I mean that's the way to do it is just play. I mean my mother, oh my goodness. My mother uh, just played her albums all the time, right? And we had no, we had no choice in the matter until we got our own bedrooms. <laughs> and then she was like, "Here's a record player. Here's a record player." We had no choice, no choice in the matter. That's just what we had to listen to. Um, and so, you know, uh, that's fine. The kids are fully; uh, their brains are the most open they they will be at this time, yeah. right? So they can take in, say, your mother's constant Teddy Pendergrass, um, you know, diet and Motown and still also listen to what's on the radio and be able to go, OK, this is older stuff. This is blah, this is what they're into, yada, yada. Um, but then right around, um, you know, my early teen years is when they introduced, you know, a, a a record player with a tape deck built in yeah not a not an a track but a tape deck where you can record directly off the record or off the radio and so i had asked for one and for like just can i have one please and they got one i guess for my birthday or something and um i was so specific when it came to music stuff i was so specific i'm like it needs to be able to do this i need it to tape blah 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 and yada yada yada. and then it has to have these three speeds and yada yada, all this stuff and they're like okay shalewa so they got this thing (laughs) so they got it and they're like why is this different from the record player we have out here that we've been using for years and i'm like first of all it has a cassette tape deck built in it also had an a-track built in but that was all they could find i get it it was like mid 80s and i said look i'm putting in a blank tape I put on the radio, some song started, I hit record and I'm still talking to him the whole time. And I said, now, as we're talking, this has been recording the song off the radio, but it won't hear us because it's getting it directly off the radio. It's all built in because we were a family that played with tape decks all the time. We were always recording ourselves at dinner and all that kind of stuff. And my mother was like, really? And I said, yeah, so I can tape my favorite songs off of records and put it on this tape deck on this tape. And she's like, show me how to do that. And I did, and now we created a monster. Now this bitch is taping all her Motown. <laughs> She's going to record stores. She's buying 45s of songs she hadn't thought about in years and bringing them home and taping them. And now we got to hear this shit in the car. And I'm like, oh, man, I didn't know. 
I don't have a chance. <laughs> now I can't escape it. I've created a monster. You know? <laughs> and then my dad had to go and tape some of his jazz albums. So then I, we had to figure out what longer tapes were so we could get a full out. You know, he's like, we can't break it up. This is a 17 minute song or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, all right Captain Bebop. Or, you know? <laughs> but because of that, all of that is in my head. And so now I can, oh, that's this, that's that, yada, yada. And that, oh, yeah. that's the thing is just to play it and not like, I would say not force them, but I mean, occasionally at some point you will have to play your kid's music in the car. It's only fair. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like if they have something they're rocking with and you just put it on, you have to. So then I do it on road trips. Yes. Yeah. Right. That's only fair. Yeah. You know? I'm like, I, I, I control the radio when I drive, but like, if it's six hours, yeah, that's not fair. Like, you can't, there's only so many MOP songs a child should listen to in a row. Oh, you yeah, know, especially uh, with you. You probably should only get an hour's worth of time. You were killing Yeah, because I'm kids. yelling those <laughs> lyrics, the whole song. Yeah. So, like, yeah, you're not, you don't, you don't have the, I have a feeling you don't have the censored versions of these songs. Never. No, not once. No, right. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they see dad transform to a very scary person. <laughs> yes, uh, right. So, <laughs> <laughs> we were just having this conversation, actually, because they were like, uh, they were listening to the song, and they're like, uh, Aiden was like, "Are these guys like uh, really this angry?" And, and I was like, "In general, no, but during the <laughs> song, yeah, I'm think they're like projecting an angry moment. Why do you mm-hmm. ask?" And he was like, "Cause uh, and this was an M- it was like three MOP songs in a row where oh, like sure. he noticed that he was like, "Yo, the guy just keeps giving his address." Like, he keeps threatening people and telling them where to find them. Like, I didn't know you could do that on a song. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what? And, like, he's like, he says his address. And every, and he's right. He's like, the what of the chorus was like, 1545 uh, Saint. Like, he's saying, like, his, like, full address. Full address. Oh, yeah. My God. You know, so over and over again, he's like, he's like, in the other song, he was like, I'm on Saratoga Avenue. I'm like, why is he telling people? <laughs> <laughs> he's like 1545 St. Mark's Ave he's like I know those streets Dad. <laughs> yeah I mean uh, at, at some point it's fun to hear a street name that you know yeah. you know when you hear a song and you're like yeah that's right Bankhead Highway or whatever but then <laughs> when it's like okay don't tell me the house the color of the house <laughs> something's going to happen to whoever is in that house. Yeah. He's like, people can find you. Like (laughs) he was just so concerned. He was like, is it his own house? Cause if it's a building like us, I don't want someone coming looking for him and I'm living there. Like he will, he went off on a whole tirade on this. Uh, he was very concerned. (laughs) Oh my gosh. There is a sketch on, um, of all places, the old, uh, Ben Stiller had a sketch show in like the early nineties, just called the Ben Stiller show. And there was a a sketch about a rapper who is, um, talking about his neighbor and the song is just like, that's right. I said, kill Doug Shafty. And like, he's, (laughs) Naming the street addresses, blah blah blah, and the video is <laughs> the guy in the background going, "Stop it, stop it!" Like, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So it's it it definitely that was a thing that seemed to be that your son picked up on that was for sure going on. Yo. There were no mixed messages. It was just straight up <laughs> message. Nothing mixed. Nope, you know exactly the energy. Uh, No real internet, so you couldn't, you know, you had to tell people where your ops were, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, I I was talking to him about, like, art in general, and I was like, yeah, like, you know, share your feelings, and, uh, you know, you can do (laughs) complex things, and he's like, no, like, this guy is very direct, like, there's no hiding, like, there's no metaphors in this. No, they know, right. not at all. You know exactly what he means, and you can go discuss it with him at 1545 St. Mark's Ave. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Music's oh. dope, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's something. <laughs> oh, oh man. <laughs> Let's get into the news. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, Gibon, who lived alone in her cage, had a baby. Japanese zookeepers finally know how. Okay. 
coming up strong. The Japanese zookeepers believe they have solved the mystery of how of how a gibbon. Am I saying that right? Or a gibbon? Or uh, a gibbon? I don't gibbon? know. Yeah. Of how a gibbon became pregnant. Uh, despite gibbon sounds like a French food. You're right. Gibbon has. Yeah, that's right. I think gibbon as in ribbon. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <Someone> <laughs> I was adding the accent for no reason. Yeah, no, you know, you want to make it fancy. I mean, this oh, is yeah. magical. I get it. Uh, a gibbon became pregnant despite uh, living alone in her cage. Momo, a 12 year old white handed gibbon, shocked her keepers at the Kujukashima Zoo and a botanical garden in uh, Nagasaki in February of 2021 when she gave birth, despite having no known male companionship. Now, two years later, following a DNA test, oh, they took her on Mori. Following a DNA test on her baby. Yo, the zoo has worked out who the father is and even has a theory about how the Gibbons made it. Uh, the uh, tests show the father to be Ido, a 34-year-old agile gibbon, hell yeah, who was in an adjacent enclosure to Momo around the time she became pregnant. The zoo told uh, CNN on Friday it believed that Momo and Ido, uh, who had managed to mate through a small hole in a steel plate between their enclosures, uh, the hole measured about 9 millimeters, uh, 0.3 inches in diameter. Uh, the baby ape, who is yet to be named, now weighs around two kilograms, 4.4 pounds, and is growing healthy under Momo's loving attention, Zoo said. Okay, so, okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, I mean, what did they say? I can't believe it took a fucking DNA test. <laughs> it's honestly the main thing I can think of. If you've had a 34-year-old given next door, mm -hmm. a dude, and here's this young, uh, what did you think? I mean, I get that it was, I get it was a steel plate, but <laughs> what makes you think that he's not going to figure out a way around uh, that? Real talk. He did it through a hole, through mm -hmm. a hole in the plate that was, <laughs> that was 0.3 inches in diameter. That's I mean, it. That's all he 0.3 inches wide. Yeah, I guess it's not about girth with, <laughs> with Gibbons. It's real, It's definitely a length thing, hey. I, I guess. <laughs> and that might be girthy for Gibbons, you know? I mean, who knows? We don't, I don't know the Gibbon, <laughs> you know? <laughs> we don't know the Gibbon, like, competition, you know? I ain't out there in Gibbon streets. Yeah, that's He might true. be killing it. If anything, like, I'm hyper impressed with, like, you know the riz that this Gibbon got to have to, like... <laughs> <laughs> He's been, he's been murmuring things to this, yeah. to this young lady. Also, I guess this is like a, a, a bi, a biracial gibbon because yeah, yo. <laughs> the mom is a white handed one, but the dad is an agile one, mm -hmm. which, um, there are different kinds. It says the population of, of agile gibbons in the wild has been decreasing and they've been listed as an endangered species. So I know he knew what he was doing. He was like, yo, there ain't a lot of me. I got to get me out here. Plus one. You know what I mean? Right <laughs> yeah, there. yeah. Endangered <laughs> plus one. <laughs> oh, yeah, yo. Get it or in, homie. At least plus a half, you know? I mean, don't count them out. Don't count us out yet, says I know. <laughs> yo, I'm impressed. I don't know, man. Get it in, homie. Do that work. I mean, yeah, that is, I guess that is a lot of work. Oh, man, that's awesome. Uh, yo, <laughs> agile, yo, everything about it sounded dope, too. The agile giving, hell yeah, you agile. I know you are. <laughs> you know what I mean? Get it in. Respect, yo. <laughs> I hope you talk all the shit in, the, in your cage, you know. Let the other dudes know. Yeah, that's me. yeah, that's I baby. hope so. Like, hey. Or I, well, I hope you didn't show him the hole. Like Momo should be yours alone. <laughs> like you should mate. Like that should be your thing. But oh, yeah. wow, I mean that's that's great. But I still can't believe they needed to do a DNA test. I feel like they probably should have checked that wall first. <laughs> but maybe they don't. Maybe but they're zookeepers. But maybe they don't know how thin a gibbon's penis is. But then again, they're zookeepers. They, they should know that, right? Yeah. I need you to know all everything about the animal. 
if you're yeah. going to be in charge of talking to kids about the animal. No, don't tell kids about their, their dick game, but definitely know it. Yeah. In case it comes up <laughs> like through a tiny hole. <laughs> know that. <laughs> And I like they covering either. Like, you know, you know they have pants on. You know? <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, huh. man. These zoos, they slacking. Okay. They are. I wonder if mm, I wonder who ordered the DNA test though. Like, mm. I wonder if Ito was like, nah, tester. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all being disrespectful right now. Go on to tester. That's me. Y'all you wanna you wanna, you wanna swab my cheek? Here you go. I'll give you whatever you need. <laughs> Oh man! Shout outs to Edo, man. Getting it done out there. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you do it, you know. Oh, oh man, God. game's never over, Edo. Okay. <laughs> That's right. Only <laughs> <laughs> just begun, Edo. I'm mad they just didn't look next to the cage next to us and be like, "Yo, Edo been strangely relaxed lately, man." Like, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like this one, like, there's uh, <laughs> one agile Gibbon just constantly smoking cigarettes. Right, exactly. It's like I did my part. <laughs> He's literally reclining with his hands behind his head, always kicking his feet up. We're like, huh, I don't ever sound like that before. He yeah, used to pace man. around a lot, but now he seems very chill. <laughs> oh man. In other news, uh a Massachusetts bill proposes uh reduced sentences for inmates who exchange organ donation organs for donation. Okay. Um a draft, uh, a draft bill in Massachusetts House of Representatives that proposes sentence reductions for inmates in exchange for organ donations has opened a profound ethical debate. The offer on the table, which could be extended to 6,000 prisoners in liberal state, is between 60 and 365 days shaved off their terms in exchange for a kidney, a section of liver, or bone marrow extraction. The <laughs> bill put forward... <laughs> <laughs> okay, keep reading because this feels. Mm. Yeah, the <laughs> <laughs> the bill put forward by uh, Democratic legislators has been met with in, uh, credul- incredulity. Uh, in incredulity, and I want to say incredulous, but that's not it. Incredul. Anyway, the guy don't believe it. Yeah, by human rights activists. <laughs> <laughs> The guy does not believe it. <laughs> Michael Cox, director of the of the Black Pink Massachusetts, an organization dedicated to abolishing the criminal punishment system, has described the measure as unethical and depraved. Uh, they're a marginalized group in society, highly stigmatized and extremely vulnerable. And so to incentivize the selling of your body parts in exchange for the most precious commodity in the world, which is time on Earth and your freedom, was just so appalling. Uh, ethics committees of the NGO United Network of Organ Sharing, uh, UNOS, uh, also criticized initiatives of this kind. Any law or proposal that allows a person to trade an organ for a reduction in sentence, particularly a sentence from uh, death uh, to life in prison, uh, raises numerous issues. Yeah. Like, what? What are, we, what are you talking about? This is That's, wild. This is wild. Also... I mean, I think I'm just going to say what everyone is thinking. Has no one seen a scary movie when they get, take the hand of <laughs> of a killer and you don't know it's a killer and then it's a hand transplant on someone else and now that hand wants to keep killing? Has no one seen these movies <laughs> where you take the parts of people who have done wrong and you put them in good people and then those people want to do wrong because they got the parts of a do wrong person? Yeah. This is. These might as well be documentaries at this point. How do we not know <laughs> that this is an option? Come on. I want I, no parts of this. This doesn't feel right. I mean, ethically, it is, that is gray area. That is a dark yeah. gray area. Dark gray, but, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> it is very dark. But um, but just practically, you are... um really taking the parts of people who may have done bad and putting them in people who um if they've done bad they weren't caught but now they're going to you know what i mean like who wants an evil bone marrow in them <laughs> you know I, I, now, I don't know it just seems like you're asking for a lot of trouble there are a lot of questions and for me it's like what happens if i get the spleen of a killer and now i want to kill 
because my spleen is telling me to kill. I love that this is the thing that bothers you most. It does. I, sadly, I, I wish I was a deeper person. You know what I mean? I really do. I wish I, I wish I wasn't the shallow. I'm so shallow, everyone. But this Are you is... concerned for you know people taking advantage of prisoners? No, no, no. Not that no, at all. No. I yeah. don't want to be killing like them <laughs> on these regular streets. Right. I'm already assuming they're all bad. Like, come on. It's just if they weren't, if there weren't already movies that that showed this happening, I, this wouldn't be a thought. Then it would be more of an ethical, like, what are you, what are yeah. you, what? Like that, <laughs> that feels wild. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, it feels like it forces the hand of people who uh, are saying that they, it, it forces the hand of people who are locked up for reasons that for too long, for yeah. bullshit reasons. Now the only way they can get free is if they give us a liver. Like yes. that's insane. Because they, they were caught holding like an ounce? Get out of here. That's wild. Yeah, I did two years, but I got out early off of these traffic tickets. <laughs> right, Because I gave yeah. my kidney, you know? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean? Yeah, I did 85 on the freeway, so uh, but I yes. gave my kidney, so I'm I good. never, I, I got arrested on a Friday, and, and Friday night, and I, they just never got to me. So I've been locked up for three years waiting for just my arraignment. But I said, oh, what if I give you a spleen? What if I what if I what Yo, if I give man, you, what if I do that? And this like changes the whole game. Cause like I would like, for example, like we've already had shady cops. Like, what if a cop has like a daughter that needs a spleen or some shit? And he arrests you because he knows you were you a tight beat and like you match, you know, like your blood's is good. So like yeah. he just starts talking, especially like the people with like the the rare blood types. Like, what is it, type O or something? Yeah. You know, like you got a weird blood type and like, yo, word got out. Yo, that dude with type O, you know. Right. Now you're needle. constantly getting stopped. Yeah. You just a Stop target. and frisk for type O. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, yo, that, it, it get crazy out there. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Now, yeah. this scares me a lot. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we've brought up a couple of issues. Yeah. I think we as to how this wouldn't work. The killing this- spleen and the the, you know being hunted it feels like you're being hunted yeah i'm not about this at all uh Mm-mm. keep this uh far away from us i'm not surprised this is a a, a new england decision um <laughs> this is a, i don't know why just that that just feels right that feels like <laughs> i read the articles like yep y'all would come up with this um, oh wow come on uh, i'm ruined for the parts of new england i rock with you know uh portland maine you know fight this off uh, you got some good Look, people I over there, have not spent much time if any time in New England so I, I can't say as if this sounds like you specifically but <laughs> it's not a good look <laughs> it's not a good look oh. maybe nudge your state to the left of you or to the right bit, of you and go maybe not maybe not buddy <laughs> as you know bring it up you know see, see where your people stand <laughs> right, right. <laughs> in other news, uh, a man jailed uh, uh, in the depth of monkeys from a Dallas Zoo said he'd do it again. Okay. A uh, 24-year-old man now linked to an unusual string of crimes that kept the Dallas Zoo on the lookout for missing animals. Told police that after he swiped two monkeys from their enclosure, he took them onto the city lights rail system to make his getaway. Uh, uh, Davian Irvin also said he loves animals and that if he's released from jail, he would steal more. That's right. Uh, Irwin, who remained jailed Tuesday on a $25,000 bond, was arrested. Now, he ain't got no kidneys to give away. Uh, was mm. arrested last week after asking questions at a downtown Dallas aquarium about animals there. He is charged with six <laughs> counts <laughs> of animal cruelty and two counts of burglary. An attorney listed for Irwin in court records did not respond to a request for comment. Irwin told police that on the night of January 29th, he waited until dark, jumped the fence to get onto zoo grounds, cut the metal mesh of the enclosure, and took the two emperor to Marion monkeys, uh, according to the arrest warrants. He then got into the city's light rail before walking to the vacant home where he said he kept his animals. Okay. All right. (laughs) First of all, if you remember a couple of weeks ago, I was very concerned about where all the monkeys were going. 
they all just seem to be going everywhere, including these that were stolen. Um, and so a, a lot of you did send me some news that, hey, they caught the dude. And I'm like, great. Monkeys are back. Wonderful. That's great. Um, so so I appreciate that update from all of our <laughs> troops and correspondents. Thank you. I was sleeping better after I got that news. Um, but let me let me just get it get it straight on on this young man, uh, Davion Irving. He took two monkeys on the train. Yo. Oh. <laughs> That is wild, yo. And, and let me tell you, I know, Gastor, I know that is very hard for you to believe, but here's why I absolutely believe this is possible. Because this is Dallas, because this is Texas, because this is a part of the country that loves its cars, relies on cars, relies on driving. Note that they call it a light rail system. So it's nothing hardcore, which means nobody's on it. Okay. Chances are, if it's anything like Atlanta's, which really should be expanded, and you don't get me started on Marta, but <laughs> in the same, I could almost see this happening in Atlanta. Like 15 years ago, absolutely somebody could have stolen some monkeys and taken them on the fucking train in Atlanta. <laughs> and people would have been like, oh man, you see Monkey Man on the train? And that would have been it. So I absolutely believe this guy could get on, on Dallas's light rail system. This is the first I'm hearing of Dallas even having a rail system. And I have friends who live in Dallas. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, Absolutely. So I know you want to go, how did he get monkeys on the train? They went under the turnstile like any kid. And then he walked right on through. I'm here to tell you it is so easy to get away on in a city that's known with a lot of space and it's car centric. Yo. It's so easy to get away. You could do it in L.A., honestly. Honestly. <laughs> don't no one ride the train out there. You absolutely can do it in L.A. <laughs> Yo, south to south for giving the zoo criminals more ideas. You know what I mean? You got options, baby. Don't limit yourself to Dallas. Just, you know? yeah, don't, yeah. That, any, there are many cities that are not walkable enough. <laughs> and you can get away with the monkey. So I I truly believe this is what this young man did. Because, like, um, the, the, the distance that he went 15 miles. Yeah. He went to a home 15 miles away from the zoo. That's a mm -hmm. brawling train ride. Yeah, yeah. Yo, that is mad time on a train. That's no what I mean. Everything is spread out, which means he walked a little bit, but he, I'm sure the train is closer to the zoo than it was to that empty house, right? Yo. So he probably just hopped on the train there and then just rode out as far to the end of the line, close to his hideout, to the, to the hideout. And then he just walked down the street with the two monkeys. And I bet people in the neighborhood were like, there's Davion. He always walking with some animals. <laughs> Ain't think nothing of it. They thought nothing of it. That and that is how you steal two monkeys. Oh yeah, you, you lay the groundwork. You know. Yeah. Also, Zoo Dallas Zoo. Think about your security. My man waited till dark and then just hopped the fence. I'm not saying put razor wire up there, but. I mean, Something. a camera? How is every house? I bet every house in the suburbs of Dallas has a ring camera on the front door. Yeah. Consider that. Look into it, you know? <laughs> maybe. Because it sounds like Davion's going to probably get out, maybe. I mean, you can't keep him too long for stealing the animals, can you? I don't know. He's a back. young man. He's a young man. He, his, I'm sure all of his internal organs are healthy. <laughs> so he's got some, you know, he's got some currency <laughs> and, then he's gonna, and then he's just going to come back out. He already told you when I'm out, I'm back at it. <laughs> I'm back at it. So, and the thing guys, is, you know, the monkeys ain't pressing charges. They had the time of no, their life. You know, they loved it. They loved they that loved shit. It. They're like, oh, somebody holding our hands, showing us the city. You know, they stuck with him long enough to get to the empty house. <laughs> yeah. With that him just holding they, hands. Yeah. That means they were just sitting on the train looking out the window like two kids. <laughs> he said, come on, y'all. They went, oh, well, we better go with him. Is like, I stop? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you probably had juice boxes for them. They had, yeah, they had a blast. Come on. Yeah, I mean? the monkeys had a good time. <laughs> no one's talking.
talking to the monkeys. Let's talk to the monkeys. Straight up. No, mon- no monkey said anything. They ain't pressed no charges, okay? <laughs> yep. Let that do right. If anything, this should be the new routine. Like, breakout Fridays, you know? Hire him, yeah. zookeepers. Hire him. Train him. He's clearly interested in animals. Straight Train up. him. Let's do like a work release program type thing. Mm-hmm. Train him on how to work at the zoo without taking your work home. <laughs> and then let's let's see what he can do. Yeah. But, you know, maybe it is time for the zoo to go out instead of everyone coming to the zoo. And mm. staying there. Maybe it's time for the zoo to go out. I like that. It should be like yeah. those, like, uh, like those uh, trolleys in like New Orleans, where like you could like like the drunk bars, where like yes. you could, everybody gets on a bar and it drives around New Orleans, but you drink. The zoo should yeah. be like that. It should drive around hoods, <laughs> and it know? just has one tiger, <laughs> three monkeys, oh yeah, <laughs> a, a gator in like the in a clear bottom, a glass bottom trolley. <laughs> the bottom of it is just water with one gator in it. <laughs> Um, I love this. This is a great business yeah, idea. Just yeah, just an elephant perched on the back or a giraffe or whatever they got going on. Do they have elephants in zoos nowadays? I, I know, know there's an elephant sanctuary in um oh gosh, I think in in Georgia somewhere. There might be an elephant sanctuary. Oh yeah. Just like someone who's like, I take in elephants that worked at circ, you know, worked on at the circus. Yeah. And they age out or they get hurt or whatever. They take those elephants in. And that's just wild to think that in the middle of Georgia, there's just a place for rundown elephants. elephants. Yeah. I don't know. I just think we could change the the child party bus game, you know? Uh, I think so. I think so. (laughs) People out here renting bouncy houses, you could rent the zoo. Just bring it to your house. I mean, they have petting zoos, but those are always like two very tired donkeys. Yeah, (laughs) And a goat. Let's switch it up. Let's bring them a tiger. Boom. Let's bring them a tiger. <laughs> Done deal. I love this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hi, my man. Okay. <laughs> Davion Irwin, uh, open up a LinkedIn page. You deserve it. Okay. Yeah, for Rule sure. In <laughs> <laughs> other news, uh, uh, Marge Wrigley find that the worker falls in the chocolate tank. That's right. The Occupational Health and Safety Administration, OSHA has fined Mars Wrigley uh, confectionery after two contractors, oh, okay, two, fell into the chocolate tank um, at their Pennsylvania facility last year. The workers had to be rescued after they fell into a partially filled chocolate tank on June 9th of 2022. Authorities had to cut a hole in the tank to rescue the workers. Both were taken to the hospital, one of them by helicopter. Uh, According to OSHA, the fine has been labeled as a serious citation the citation states that Mars Wrigley did not make sure that the employees had the proper knowledge of how to clean the chocolate tank located in the facility. Uh, OSHA fined uh, Mars Wrigley more than 14500 for the incident. Uh, the safety of our associates and outside contractors is a top priority for our business. As always, we appreciate OSHA's collaborative approach to working with us to conduct the after-action review. The workers who were contracted to clean the tank were from an outside agency and did not work for Marge Rickley directly. Okay. <laughs> what? <Yo. laughs> Wait. So it, it took me a minute. You kept saying Mars Wrigley. And I was like, what? Mars Wrigley. And then I realized that Mars Candy and Wrigley Gum are yeah. a company together. Got it. Okay. <laughs> Just for anyone who's like, why do I know the name Mars Wrigley? You don't. They're two separate things, but that is what's happening. <laughs> but it's still... Took me a minute to realize that's what was happening. <laughs> Secondly, I feel like Mars Wrigley together should have people on staff who know how to clean out the tank. Yeah. Why is this outsourced? Yes. Why is it outsourced? Why are they trying to clean a partially filled tank? Well, I think there's one thing. I, I think there's something because we've heard, uh, I'm sure. Throughout your life, you've heard a story about someone falling into a chocolate tank. Right. Um, I think chocolate is the quicksand that we've been taught to worry about. Because <laughs> it seems like once you fall in, it's got you and it gets you quickly. Oh. And it's hot, I think. And you're just like sinking. 
because I feel like I might have watched some television show, probably 911 or something, where somebody got caught in a chocolate tank and it, <laughs> he went down quick. <laughs> but I was like, but when I watched it, I was like, yeah, that's what happens in a chocolate tank. So that means I've heard somewhere <laughs> that that's what happens. Word out on the streets, you know what I mean? Don't want to fall in them tanks. Oh I mean, my be God. careful. I, uh, so, mm-hmm. I am blown away that like, these two dudes, it sounded like they almost died. Like they had to yes. empty the tanks by making holes in them. Cause like, yeah. and I get that, right? Like chocolate on everything that I enjoy, it doesn't feel like it's like lightly layered. It always feels like it engulfs. <laughs> yeah, Whatever it is, chocolate All takes over. All the commercials over. are of a thing that's being sucked into chocolate. Yeah, it takes like over. A, yeah. So like if you had to stand up from chocolate, I could see that being overwhelming. So they had mm-hmm. to dig a hole in the tank so that the chocolate could drain out. That's the right. only way to save these dudes. And mm-hmm. OSHA and you can't said, swim in it. Yeah, you can't swim in it. So right. OSHA looked at this. Two people almost died. They was like, yo, y'all need to learn from this. We are going to fine you $14,000. Thank you. Total. Yeah. <laughs> like, two people almost died. And they're like, yep, you're going to learn your lesson by finding Mars $7, Wrigley. $7,250 per person. person. That is wild. <laughs> I know. That is crazy. And at, at today's prices, that's like eight candy bars. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing here, B? My corner store sells more than that. Okay. Are you telling me that's that's all they worth? Oh, my goodness. $7,000 yeah. a person for almost dying. <laughs> like, you, just for the shame that that poor family would have to live if those right? guys died. Yo, what happened to your dad? He got taken out, fell in the chocolate tank. <laughs> Couldn't swim his way out. Couldn't swim his way out. I mean, oh yeah, that's no. those two families that will never eat chocolate again. Ever. Pro- might already be like that now. Like think <laughs> of the customers you're losing. Yo, but I really am wondering why don't they have someone on staff who can do this? Because they know better. Everyone that works there knows the danger. You could convince an outsider. You're not. You just <laughs> got to clean the chocolate tank. It's Let's easy. Go right quick. Yeah. yeah I mean, so here's a Windex. Yeah. <laughs> here's a harness and just go on down. That's it. You know what I mean? I would do it myself, but I'm busy over here, you know? So, I mean, just, just you know, just be careful. It's a little hot. It might kill you. But other than that, it's, a, yeah, third degree burns. Other than that, though, it's an easy gig. Yeah. I could see someone talking uh, uh, somebody who's been looking for work to mm-hmm. do that. You know, if you, if you, uh, you're uh, what? What do they call that? Uh, if you're if you're at a temp agency, oh sure, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> You've been looking for a gig for a while. Somebody like yo, you just want to just clean chocolate. That sound easy at first. Sure, so you get right. there and they start like you know putting you in a hazmat suit, and you okay. wonder why why everybody else is real concerned for you. <laughs> right, I didn't think about that. That these are two people who just signed up with a temp agency. Straight up. They, they said it's an outside place. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're like, hey, it's look, this is nothing. It's real easy. It's like maybe two days work. Just got to clean up. It's just like a factory cleaning, but you know, it's nothing too hard. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling a you. giant vat half full of hot ass chocolate. They were probably hyped this in. out. They was telling them, and we'll give you some free candy bars on the way out. You <laughs> right? know, like yeah. they were excited. <laughs> Going in, they ain't know what they was getting into. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're going to have to. They probably what? saw everybody like leave the room when they was gonna get started, and they started getting <laughs> nervous. Like, okay, this is weird. What's going on? Why nobody in here when we cleaning? What do you do when you're engulfed? Like, I don't even remember any of the quicksand training. Like, all I know is someone's supposed to throw me a a, a branch and help pull me out. <laughs> but it sounds like that's not the way to go. <laughs> also, yo, and like y'all been making chocolate for at least a hundred years. How do these <laughs> tanks? Not have like a latch, a door. Like, yeah, I just thought of this now. We might need to drain this in an emergency. Yeah. How is there not like already a little, yeah. a little trap door on yeah. the side? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Yo, this is bananas to me. Like, <laughs> that just seems like so like much of a given to me. Like, hey, we might need to drain this uh just cause we should probably just have quickly. like a couple of, you know, ways to get this out. Nah, fuck it. <laughs> we'll do that when the time comes. You so know? I wonder if they went in with just a regular size drill, just like uh, just a couple of holes on it, or if they had to <laughs> take a whole panel out, or how did they even figure? Oh my god! Like it makes me wonder if uh, putting the latch door 
is cost more than seven thousand dollars. Like that mm. that's the math they had to do. They were like, well, OSHA would fine us seven right. G's if one of these guys going here and falling this. How much is the door? Eight thousand? Nah, let it rock. <laughs> <laughs> I like our luck. And they've made it a hundred years. So like they win it. The math is good. <laughs> well, I mean, they made it a hundred years, but I'm sure we've lost a lot of people along the way. Straight up. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, for them to have calculated that dollar amount. <laughs> I'm sure we lost quite a few people along the way. Mm-hmm. Pour one out. <laughs> pour, pour out some yoo-hoo for our fallen comrades <laughs> who gave their lives for Mars Wrigley to still barely get it right. Real talk. <laughs> <laughs> every Mars every Mars bar you've tasted and enjoyed comes with somebody's soul, okay? Yep. You know what I mean? Absolutely. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and this oh, was man. where? In Pennsylvania? Yeah. And they make See, like... And- all and of my Hershey's shit. is right down the street. Nah, I mean, not <laughs> killing anybody. <laughs> that we know of. <laughs> <laughs> or killing anybody better, okay? You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Quietly <laughs> killing people. <laughs> Yo, and they make Eminem, Snickers. They make all my shit. Yeah. Yeah, they make a lot of stuff. Are you looking at the list of Mars stuff? Yeah. Mars Wrigley got the hits, yo. <laughs> what else do they make? Yo, Orbits, uh, Skittles. Like, they got some oh, heat over shit. there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, no, nah, that's rough. They got that's heat, rough. like you know, like low key. You you could take somebody out the game, and I'll, I'll let you rock. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Once a year, somebody could fall in the chocolate for these candies. I'm okay oh with that. God. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I want everyone to make sure they they recognize that was Gastor who said that. Uh, hell that yeah, was not I own that one. shit. <laughs> I don't want to know how many people died for my stickers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to know either, but I'm 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 okay if you tell me. Like <laughs> I, I'm gonna still keep eating these. <laughs> Juicy fruit, hell yeah! Take somebody out the game. I'm lifesavers. Come on, B. Big Red. Come on, B. I'm with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got some bangers. Winter Fresh, Wrigley's, yo, Starburst. Come on. Okay. All right. Sure. Sure. Bangers. I'm telling you, <laughs> you can take one person out like a quarter. I mean, they definitely do enough in snicker sales alone to sacrifice someone. (laughs) 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 Just for snickers alone, there's a sacrifice. There's an annual sacrifice. I'm telling you. You know what I mean? (laughs) This is beautiful. That might have been what happened. It wasn't even like they fell by. It was a ritual. It was a ritual and and someone rethought. Straight up. You were like, wait a minute. We don't want to. I I don't want to be VP this bad, okay? Yeah, that's what what I thought. (laughs) (laughs) And they just yelled at him, quit fighting it. But they kept fighting, and now they had to (laughs) drill a hole in it. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Finally, a Brooklyn woman tried to kill a lookalike with the poison cheesecake. Okay. Uh, A woman was found guilty of trying to kill her lookalike with a poison cheesecake in Queens. Uh, Brooklyn woman Victoria uh, Nasirova uh, stole the victim's identity after giving her cheesecake laced with a phenazepam uh, type of tranquilizer back in August of 2016. Queens District Attorney Melinda Katz said uh, she was convicted of attempted murder charges and faces up to 25 years in prison. Uh, The jury saw through the deception and schemes of the defendant. She laced a slice of cheesecake with a deadly drug so she could steal her unsuspecting victim's most valuable possession, her identity. Fortunately, oh, that's victim- a little dramatic. That's a little dramatic. Okay. <laughs> what are you pitching a show or are you telling us what happened? Come on. She's going to be in the pilot. You know what I mean? It's going to be a doc <laughs> later. Nasi <laughs> uh, Rova, now 47, uh, went to the Forest Hills home of the victim with a cheesecake in August of 28, 2016. <laughs> Uh, the women both had dark hair, the same skin complexion, and other similar physical traits. They also both spoke Russian. Uh, the victim, then 35, dug into the cheesecake, but then felt sick and laid down. Her last memory before passing out is of seeing Nasirova walking around the room. Uh, the victim was found the next day by one of her friends. She was dressed in lingerie with phenazepam pills uh, scattered around her body, uh, seen meant to convince investigators that the victim had tried to kill herself. Uh, when the victim returned from home from the hospital, she found that her passport, employment uh, authorization card, and cash and gold were missing. Okay. Huh. All right. So here, I got a couple of questions. I got a <laughs> lot of questions today. It's a very thought-provoking episode. 
So this woman found someone who looked like her. Yep. And then showed up at her house with a cheesecake. Yeah. That's been poisoned. And the woman ate the cheesecake? Yeah. Hmm. You got to assume there's some backstory here. Like, like how did the, how did you meet? Like, you can't. You you got to have, like. You got to build There must bond. be something. Yeah. Yeah. Th- yeah. Like, I'm not just going to eat cheesecake that you bring me. Number one, no. because I hate cheesecake. <laughs> so you're going to have to do research. Right. If you look like me and you show up at my door with cheesecake, you didn't do your research. <laughs> because first of all, you think I'm just going to eat whatever you give me. <laughs> no. Not no. going to happen. No. No. <laughs> and like what? Che- okay. So there's that. So I wonder if there's just like um, a community, like the Russian community. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Great. But that also means there's a sense of community, which means you're just going to come into the community. You're going to target the person who looks like you. You're going to poison a cheesecake. You're going to give it to her. You're going to try to make it look like she tried to commit suicide. You're going to take all her stuff and then you're just going to be in the community. Yo. Like you think no one's going to be like, you're not her. If you're not an exact twin, if you're not an identical twin, you're not going to throw anyone off that way, right? Yo, I mean, we don't see, we don't got pictures. They might have been real close. Real close or not. And I mean, I remember there was something like in the New York Times a couple of years ago where they took people who looked a lot alike, who were not related, yeah. but they just looked a lot alike and took pictures of them together. Um, but I mean, still, one might be a little taller or you're going to walk with a limp or there's something that's going <laughs> to like you would have to leave the community if you're taking that yeah. person's identity. But then if someone if you leave and then someone does like a check on you. Aren't you dead? You know what I mean? Like, okay, you're in Queens. You steal this woman's identity and then you leave and you go to say like Arizona and you try to get work. And so they're like, oh, okay, you're so-and-so. And they do just a little cursory, like, who is this person that we're getting ready to hire? And then, you know, they're checking their re- their, their references or whatever. And then uh, you get a hit like, oh, it's this person. And it's like, oh, that person died in Queens because other people know who that is. I sent you a link so you can see (laughs) the face to face. I I, I agree with you. Looking at the pictures, Uh um, if I knew them, I would definitely think that they're different, but looked alike. But if like, I only casually like seen her once I could see this working. No, this shit ain't going to (laughs) work. <laughs> I don't even know which is the look. I mean, they need to have the same body type and everything, but one of them has fillers. One of them's going for a a, a cutesy chubby face. Yeah. Oh, that's the killer. Oh, okay. And yep. then she picked a skinnier version. Nope. That's already going to be a problem. That's the problem. It, it's based on the eye of the person who wants to commit the crime. So they're going to find someone who's actually a little bit hotter than them. <laughs> <laughs> so no lips the lips don't work the eyebrows don't match like this I, she don't look like you this is who you want it to look like this is who you want it to look like yeah that's what you're doing <laughs> that's what you're doing oh man hey man people got dreams out there you know oh wow <laughs> cheesecake that's mm. see it now this is why i don't trust nobody you're not just going to show up at my house with a cheesecake. Yeah. I don't trust anybody now. Yo, if, if, if you remotely look like me and you tried to feed me, I would be like more, mm-hmm. ante- like all my senses would be going on. Yeah. Like, you know? why, are you, why are you bringing this to me? For no reason? It's not my birthday? Mm-mm. You just happen to make a whole cake? No. <laughs> no. And you want to give me a whole cake? If and that's you- what I mean. You, you have to like build up the kind of relationship so that I'm not surprised that you brought me a whole cake. <laughs> but that's going to take years. <laughs> it's going to take years. If you would like mm. to steal Shalewa's identity, you better put in the time, okay? Yeah, yeah, you, know, you better. If that's, and that starts by liking <laughs> and subscribing to the show, okay? <laughs> <laughs>
Become a listener. Become a listener. You know, learn some things. Yeah, keep notes. You'll figure it out. But we've been around for two years, so you got to listen to at least two years worth of at minimum war you know reports I mean? at minimum before you even start to get a handle. If you are an app with Spotify listener, we appreciate your ratings. Four stars. You would have came and slayed with some cheesecake. You know what I mean? You would have been fucking up day one. You know what I mean? Yep. Five yep. stars. You know the truth. I do too, but I won't share it just in case because I want you to listen to the two years worth of episode. <laughs> That's right. Do the work. It. <laughs> it's out there. It's in plain sight. You know but... I mean? <laughs> Earn your place, okay? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> if you have any articles uh, you want us to cover, please DM us directly on Twitter and Instagram at Silky Jumbo or at Gastromonte. Uh, I love the uh, the stories this week too. Uh, shout out uh, to FCVLJ, uh, Black Girl Green World, Robin G and Iron Fist Mom, amongst others who shared a lot of dope stuff. Uh, with all that said, uh, I am admittedly going to uh, die sooner than shot because I would still eat some dope food if you brought it over. <laughs> I can't store how I want to. <laughs> 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 now, me, I, <laughs> why not? Bring me some empanadas. I'm I'm going out. Like, it is what it is. <laughs> you see my sandwich devotion, okay? There's a lot of ways to take me out the game. Uh, <laughs> with the far more cautious and sooner I'll live me Shalay Shaw yep this has been a cautionary episode of the War Report catch y'all next time peace <laughs>